Hello everyone, welcome to the I'd Rather Die Than Isekai podcast. This, my name is Mario, and I'm here with my co-host Hunter. Hi. And uh, we started this podcast, you know, just to talk about kind of our interest in anime, manga, anything else that we like, like video games. And today's show is going to be primarily just introduction of ourselves, um, seeing who we are and um, kind of our, what we really want to do with this podcast to make it, you know, a very engaging show. So, anything to add to that, Hunter? Yeah, um, it's just going to be a fun anime and video game tech podcast because that's what we're into. We always love the new animes and a lot of the old ones, always looking for new video games. And uh, I know I do a lot, but look at just what's coming out with the new either consoles or the new computer parts or just new cool technology that's coming out. Well, yeah, um, so I guess I'll, I'll start with my introduction. So my name's Mario. Um, I'm a IT professional that likes a lot of things, like Anna Hurst said, uh, like anime and manga. Uh, I like to travel. Uh, I actually went to Japan, you know, the mecca of weebness. So that was an enjoyable time. And um, during the podcast, we'll definitely go over kind of my experience there. And uh, I know Hunter here is definitely excited about going one of these days. Oh, yeah. D definitely planning on going that in the next year or so. Be fun. Maybe even able to do a podcast while we're there. Yeah. Um, and maybe uh, during this podcast, we could also discuss, you know, what we call waifus and, you know, rate them accordingly and call each other trash because of them. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I'll let you introduce yourself, Hunter. Yeah. So, um, like you said, my name is Hunter. I'm also an IT professional. Uh, definitely been uh, playing video games all my life, which is one of my passions and been watching anime for several years now just to be able to group up with friends and all. I definitely enjoy traveling as well and being able to just hang out with friends and hang out with my wife and all that. Oh, nice. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so I guess the first topic of the the podcast is probably going to be kind of what are our goals from the podcast. Um, I guess I know one of my goals is going to be, you know, just being able to have, you know, time set aside to go back and forth with you a little bit. Um, really, you know, make our relationship stronger, honestly. You know, we've known each other since high school, and I think we, we need more time to talk. Oh, yeah. And uh, my true only goal is this is to make money. <laughs> but but um, seriously, no, it's it's really just a... Again, like you said, just spend time with my buddy and be able to talk and be able to catch up and be able to just talk about everything and review and be able to hear feedback from everyone that we talk to as well. Just being able to grow a community here. Yeah, of course. And um, part of the show is also going to be bringing in some of our other friends um, and kind of letting them, you know, share in this banter that we have. Um, I know we have two friends currently that are going to be kind of on and off kind of guests in a sense that... Uh, might eventually become kind of the third and fourth of this podcast. Um, but due to, you know, scheduling conflicts, that's not, they're not able to be full um, time podcasters here with us. Oh, yeah. And I, it'll be fun to be able to really just get new uh, perspectives on mm -hmm. our likes and be able to just have fun. That's what I think the best way to say this is. It's going to be a fun experience for being able to talk. Yeah, of course. Um, also, I think it's a it's a good way to, you know, show other weebs in the world kind of, you know, we are, you know, business professionals that enjoy the stuff we do. And there's really no need to be shamed about it. I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions, of, and, you know. And also that just because you're a weeb doesn't mean there's not someone out there for you because both of us are uh, either married yeah. or about to be. So that's good. right. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things like. Don't be ashamed of who you are. That's the, the, the main thing I'm trying 100%. to go across. Yeah. Um, now, Hunter, uh, since you're talking about this relationship stuff, how did you feel the 
did you think being a weeb was a hindrance or do you think it was an advantage at the in the dating perspective um i think it's an advantage in the sense that you have that connection being able to mm-hmm. like you already know what each other likes and be able to figure out what their taste in anime is and that helps tell who they are and be able to really just grow as connection i mean mm-hmm. it's always good to have like common interest when in a relationship because yeah you get to experience the same things and we find out that our anime uh preferences some of them correlate that n- we mm-hmm. never expected because like she's i mean obviously she's likes a lot of shoujo anime and <laughs> i mean that's one of her big her big draws and her big favorites and like some of them i've never i would never have wanted to watch on my own but a few of them watching with her it's been actually really interesting just to see a different perspective mm-hmm. and different types that I never expected. Like, uh, we're going through uh, the new Fruits Basket, uh, the okay. remake. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, and, like, it was interesting. Like, I feel actually invested in it, and that's one I would have never have watched otherwise because that's not the interest I normally would have taken. Yeah, and just to be frank with you guys, we're in Hunter's room right now, and this place is covered with just bookshelves and manga and then, like, figurines and stuff like that, so... Um, definitely he found the right one. That's all I'm saying. He, they both have a, <laughs> they both have an addiction when it comes to, you know, buying merchandise. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> no, and it's great that you were able to find that, um, in Jess and, um, you guys mesh so well together. That's mm. kind of a, a good thing. And, you know, we've my fiance. I think that was also a good thing about us is we both enjoyed anime and manga. And that was, at the beginning, one of the biggest things that kind of drew attraction to one another. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, when you grow up kind of the weird kid in, in high school and stuff, you know, you always have people telling you, you can't do this, you can't do that. And, you know, just allowing someone to be, you know, 100% with you and you be with them, mm-hmm. it's always a good thing. Um, now, le- the important question here, Hunter, is, you know, when you guys were dating, was there any issues with you having a waifu or her having a husband or did you guys get any jealousy or anything no not really it i mean we i guess we kind of just played off the fact and messed with each other in the same mm-hmm. sense like i mean yes she's a big fan of like at definitely when we were dating her big favorite was uh free was free yes and so <laughs> i would always joke around and mess with her on that and so it was never a really big issue and just more of a yeah play around with it and i mean we know shocking they are still fictional so it's okay yeah even though i might have gotten a lot of uh backstabs right there (laughs) (laughs) no and um i mean personally yeah i mean she's the same way she understands they're fake um sometimes when i'm playing visual novels you know just the way the story goes and me laughing maybe there is a hint of jealousy there sometimes Mm. but other than that it's uh pretty cordial Mm. yeah um, so Hunter, when is uh, when it comes to games? I know we mentioned games. What what some of the the top tier games you like? So I've always been a big um, fan of indie games. Okay. Like that's always been my my preference. Like currently I'm playing Hades, which is I know one of the newer ones, but I I don't know. I always loved indie games. In my opinion, it I always feel like there's more heart into yeah. it. Like you can feel that these guys put their heart and soul into the games, and you can feel it in it. And you kind of lose that in some of the big AAA titles. I mean, you, it's definitely there on some of them, but you can tell, especially in some of the, like, a few years ago, a lot of the Call of Duties, they just felt run-of-the-mill company-made, and yeah. they were fun, and they were good, but they didn't, like, you didn't ex- feel the experience. Like, the experience came from actually playing with 
players, not the learning these characters. And that's kind of how I've been mm-hmm. feeling that. Um, but one AAA game that I have loved lately that I do feel the same way has been Apex. Okay. I yeah. Because yeah. one, I love Respawn. Uh, they're mm-hmm. they're awesome game developers. I mean, yes, they're run by EA, but like. They're, they're the better part of EA. They're, they're the part of EA that still makes you love them. I mean, yeah. Titanfall was one of my favorite games, and then this one came out, and I mean, all the characters have personality, but also, like, being able to play with friends and the dynamic of it is a lot of fun. And I think it's, in my opinion, one of the top-tier uh, Battle Royales that are mm-hmm. out there. And, I mean, it's nice that they actually added uh, the arena mode so you don't have to play Battle Royale because I know that's a big draw <laughs> to a lot of – or it, it's a draw to a ton of people but also a hindrance to some because everyone thinks it's Fortnite. And so it's it's nice to be able to branch out and still have the same personality in these characters. Yeah. Um, yeah, the new game modes are pretty pretty fun, honestly. Uh, there is a lot of salt or tilt in our teams uh, so when we play. very true. But, you know, we're getting better and better. Um, I think the biggest thing I like about Apex too is just, you know, you have so many different options as far as you know legends are concerned. Mm. Um, I know, kind of staples I like to use are Octane, you know, Bangalore, um, and sometimes Caustic, you know, because I'm a toxic boy. Um, <laughs> but uh, rip my boy he got nerfed. Uh, yeah, like it's just, just adding that variety now. That's a good thing. I think the last couple seasons it's been kind of repetitive. And I got burned out pretty quickly on that, and, and it's glad to see. I'm glad to see that there's changes now going on. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of that CS:GO type thing where you buy your weapons at the beginning, and you have to build up points and stuff. Um, yeah, I, I liked I liked the arena modes too. I mean, it was different. Yeah. It, like it's a big like. I mean, CS:GO has been doing that for years, and I mean, there's Valorant that's doing it. So I know it's a popular game type, yeah. but at the same point, it's still enjoyable. Like it does throw uh, some new life into the game, and it also able to like give other players that who are not the best at like battle mm-hmm. royales give them a chance to shine because i mean it's a completely different mindset that you're in yeah so because i mean so a lot of times in battle royales it's like okay you either want to like stay a very far distance away or you want to rush them to so you can get that but in this one i mean it's a much tighter space so rushing mm-hmm. honestly unless you're like like pinpoint seal team six accuracy you're not <laughs> you're not it's not going to work just right you gotta you gotta literally talk with your team a whole lot better and i i enjoy that um and i also have enjoyed being able to like use the characters in a little bit different way than i expected like um in the sense like with bloodhound mm-hmm. his ult wasn't very useful that i noticed for me like i was able to use it a whole lot better in uh the um, battle royale but in this one it wasn't as useful but his like his sight being able to find them throwing it on the right spot that mm-hmm. that turned the tables for us when we found out hey they're all in that side so let's let's flank them and i liked i like being able to do that yeah of course yeah i, I think uh the new mode one of the big things for me is too is like you said it's the small nature of it um i think the the way that engagements work there are, are quite different because it's so difficult to pick up people like in such a small space because mm. they, they can run up behind you at any point and kill you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the, another thing is I like the fact that you have to buy your, your alts, your ultimates that that's a game changer. Cause yet at the beginning of the game, you have to make like a very crucial, you know, like 
decision like do i need to buy this now or do i wait another round exactly and i mean like it's a decision to decide hey are you going to get the spitfire and wreck everyone or are you going to use your ult and actually have a chance it's like mm -hmm. it, it adds that extra like thoughts that you need to do that's like yeah i need to do this or i need to buy something cheaper here and like conserve and i, I like that it was definitely a and I mean, yes, CS:GO does the same thing, and it's a definitely a, a different mindset than yeah. your run-of-the-mill shooter uh, team deathmatch. And I, I I enjoyed that. I liked that. Yeah, because it's it's way different now. Where before it's like you you die in a game, you quickly get into another one. No, this one, there's rounds, so your time is definitely being, you know, your time is valuable. Yeah. Like if you're you're playing three or four rounds, you want to win. Mm -hmm. Um, and I also like that they still added the um the uh the zones are like mm -hmm. the they still added the death the death ring so it still forces people to get closer because that is an issue in a lot of battle or not battle royale but uh a lot of team deathmatch games that you got two campers in the back corner mm -hmm. and if it's that's it they're not going anywhere you're just waiting and it's like this is forcing people to move and i do like that was still implemented in the game yeah that's definitely a good one um i guess another thing for you hunter is how do you think they can improve the game from here? Like, what what do you think is gonna, gonna uh, make take it over the top, the next level from here? Okay, yeah. Um, one thing is, I would like to see, uh, like, I guess I would like to see some more balancing, just with seeing different characters, um, being able to balance and stuff like that. And um, I don't know. I guess for me, I think. Like I, I'm a big fan of the Call of Duty Warzone. Like that's yeah. Before I really got into Apex, that was mm -hmm. my number one. And true love. I guess yes. But I guess <laughs> um, I, I would like it to be them to mix a little bit more, like okay. with how they are. Like, uh, I like being able to have a dedicated g grenade button, not swap it and then throw it. If that makes any sense. I think that adds to the game actually. I I think that adds more skill. Um. Because Apex really isn't a game for, you know, the casual. It's, it mm. is a really, you know, skill-based game. I mean, yeah. there is skill. I mean, not yeah, I, good, I, I but terrible. I know what you're meaning. Yeah. yeah. Um, Because, I know, I th it just changes the piece of play when you do that. Mm. Because you have to be very precise with your whatever you do, whether it's you need to swap guns or... And there there is, like, you know, that mis minuscule, like, lag before you do any changes, right? Mm. So that gives enough time for either you to take the advantage or the other person to take the advantage. Excuse me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I get that. And then, um, but I guess that's just my thing. Is I, it's what I'm used to, mm -hmm. and that's why I was going with it. But I, I really do like how Apex has it. Um, I would like to see maybe a few like changes to the map, just a continuous like yeah, yeah, yeah. evolve like have the map evolve on you. Um, and like, is there any uh? Like, if you had a dream champion, what would it be? Like, if you could have a character that whatever they could do, what would be your dream? Um, I think they've already kind of solved that. Is it just a... So, they needed another very mobile uh, legend. And Chappie was the only one that was kind of like... You can get really far with their, mm. like their bypass or not. I got you. Like, being able to zip around a lot better. Yeah, and I think they saw that with the new legend. I, I keep on forgetting his name, but yeah. Uh, Valkyrie? Valkyrie, yeah. Just getting around. Um, they tried to do that with, you know, Octane. And mm. Octane's a good fit. I mean, with his, his ult is meant to get you far distances, but 
it takes so long to charge, like it's not even viable. I got gotcha, most I of the gotcha. game, unless you use a like a accelerant and stuff like that. Mm. Okay, yeah, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. I, I guess I would like to see. Um, I would like to see another form of Gibraltar, but like a like a tank, but mm -hmm. in a sense like. Because I know Gibraltar's had a lot of issues that people have where he's, I guess, a little bit too slow and stuff like that. I'd mm -hmm. like to see something kind of like a a little, I guess, another form of a tank, almost kind of like a, almost like Reinhardt in, okay. Over, Over, or in uh, Overwatch. Something similar to him, being able to, like, have the shield, be able to protect everyone, but at the same point, he can still boost over and kind of uh, turn in from a tank to a, to like a bruiser. I would like to see something similar to that. Yeah, it's going to, like, if they implement something like that, I think there's going to be a lot of challenges there. Um, everyone's going to use them. That's the yeah. thing. Gibby's not going to be used anymore. Um, Reinhardt, you know, she's very useful if you're good at her. Mm. But if you're not, it's like, well, one of my biggest issues that I have with the game is, uh, unfortunately, not using my passive. So, uh, you know, with Octane using his boost or, you know, because I'm not. I guess I, even though I've played so long, I still have an issue of like trying to, you know, remember there's this L L one that you can use. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, for me at least, it's uh, it's kind of useless. Mm. Yeah. Unless I use my ult, my ult, I use my ult a lot. But. Yeah. And I get that. Like I I forget about a lot of their a lot of the passives. I mm -hmm. guess, and that's that's the case. Like the only passive that I ever remember is a thing, and that I use is Bangalore's. Like being able to like if you get into a fight, you have a much faster. Uh, sprint just being able to tactically move around or escape if need be and i, I like mm -hmm. that's the only one i ever remember to look at it like yes i know there's the smoke screen she has yeah. but it's like i forget about the actual passives a lot of times yeah yeah, yeah. um so hunter in the you know we, we talked about games what about you know anime and manga like what have you been reading or watching recently um Honestly, the only thing I uh, like, the only few things I've really been watching has been one still going through uh, Fruits Basket, which has been really good. I've liked that. And then um, what I've been doing on my own time has been going through uh, One Piece. Okay. I decided that I really wanted to really knuckle down and go through it because I know it's good. Because, I mean, the fact that it is at like 900 episodes and the manga is super far, I mean, clearly it's good that it made it this long. I mean, if it wasn't good, I, I don't see how they made it past. And, yeah. and I've enjoyed it. I've gotten um, – I'm just about done with the East Blue arc. And okay. yeah. so it's been it's been fun to watch. Um, it's cool to see, like, all these characters. Um, Go ahead. You're fine. Okay. And all these characters. That, and, like, I mean, some of these, uh, def like, character-divining moments are already happening. Like, mm -hmm. one of the coolest, like – uh, like mic dropping scenes <laughs> into me is um, when they're fighting uh, Arlong, the fishman, mm -hmm. and Nami's on the ground crying, saying, "I need help." Where Luffy just takes off his hat, which is the most important thing <laughs> to him, and just puts it on her and says, "All right." And you just see the four guys just leave, like they're just like it's one of those like scenes that you're just like, man, they're just flexing on everybody just because they can, yeah, and like. I, I like that. Like, that was, I mean, again, I know there's some huge, big, defining things that happened later, but that was, like, early in the anime, comparatively. And I was like, man, this is, this that's, that's sold it. These characters are cool. Yeah. But they also back up what they're talking about. They're not these hollow characters. They, they're dynamic. And I like that. Yeah. Yeah, when it comes to One Piece, I think the last time I watched it was when they introduced Chompers. Okay. And that was, like, what? 
the second arc or third arc? Yeah, second or third arc, I know. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm, I mean, so I, I don't know how he comes in. I know, I think when I was, go I was going through it on mm -hmm. Netflix, and they said yeah. the Chomper arc is like good here. old Netflix. Yeah, and yeah. then um, I know it's not anime, but the the other series that I've been watching, the animated uh, Invincible on okay. Amazon, that was uh, that was really good. Like it was definitely something. Like I knew the I knew about the comic that it was based on, mm -hmm. and like I wasn't uh, like. I wasn't expecting much. Like I knew the comic was good, but like I was, I wasn't expecting much because, because uh, a lot of anime, adult animated shows <laughs> are toss up because you never yeah. know. But man, I it it was really really dope. Like it was one of those ones that, like I'm not a fan of having to wait every week for a new episode. Which yeah, yeah. I know I know that's how it used to be, but I guess I'm I'm used to everything coming. Yeah, everything once. coming out once, yeah. And so, I but it was one of those that literally had me hooked every single episode. Like as soon as it was the episode was done, I was like, yeah. I needed to keep going. That that it was like a hook, like to a point where like I was like waiting for every Friday and like, oh, when do I have time? When when can I watch this? Because it was the story, the characters, they were so dynamic and cool. Yeah, that you just you just felt them, and it was, and then also just it was gory as crap. Like <laughs> they didn't hold any punches. Like in a lot of like, uh, in some different anime fight scenes, like, huh, I can't believe you just done this. This dishonors my family. Huh? I can't believe you did that this time. It's like, they, they only throw a few punches, but, and there's a ton of dialogue. This one, it's like, okay, he just punched through this guy. Yeah. And then they're just going to keep following up. Like there's no, like the talking is, done while they're still getting the crap kicked out of them like yeah. you actually like the fights felt real and they had real weight behind them so I, I liked it it was it was really cool i mean and like i'm not gonna spoil it but i my jaw was on the floor the entire season finale like <laughs> holy crap they went there type of things and it was it was incredible gotcha yeah and when you the enemy that enemy you're talking about is that the is that the one where the dude goes i think Yes, 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 the, uh, the anime, is, the, okay. The, yeah, um, the, uh, that's the, yeah. yeah, that's, um, the think, Mark, think, yeah, that's, uh, think, yeah, that, um, that scene, like, I, like, I was, I was a little disappointed that yeah. became a meme, like, the memes are great, don't get me wrong, but I was disappointed because, like, that was, like, almost a spoiler, <laughs> like, because if you didn't watch the series, you didn't know that he was a bad guy, yeah, so I was like, oh, no, well, I mean, <laughs> That's kind of a spoiler, but now I didn't say his name. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I haven't watched it yet. You know, I've been meaning to. Like after that scene, like, like for me at least, when when stuff becomes a, uh, a meme form, I'm like, where's this from? Like, it's got to exactly. be exactly. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, it it was def, and I mean, like, in all the memes ha that have been going through it, have been solid. Yeah. Like, I mean, one of my favorites was they uh, they put Pooh Bear and he was looking in a mirror, so he's going think 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 <laughs> and that was that was great and like some of them are legitimately solid so yeah. I, I liked it gotcha you know i want to go back to one thing you said during your whole um thing about that show so one thing you did say is you're you're not you don't like the whole wait every week type thing anymore what what do you think that is what do you think that changed i i guess it's because i'm used to 
like, and I even did this back when I was really mm -hmm. watching animes. I would wait for at least a good chunk of them to come out. That instant gratification. I, I guess so. It's more like, I, I guess I like whenever I can continue. Like I, yeah. like I, like especially when there's like the big, big fights, the big fights that literally next time on Dragon Ball Z, and you're like, oh come on, I, I, I want it to continue. No, I think that's part of the the viewership though. Mm -hmm. I think that's the whole you know building excitement for the next week. Oh, you know? and I get it. Like I would, like I said, I was hooked, and um, a lot like a lot of shows that I do binge like. I, a lot of those ones, if they did do it once a week, I probably wouldn't follow up with them because some of them, like, they're great in a long setting. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, they're worth watching all at once. But some of the – and but the ones that are coming out weekly, I mean, like, I guess especially with Invincible, especially with, um, mm -hmm. let's see, Falcon Winter Soldier and WandaVision. Like, those are some of the big new ones that came out that were weekly. And, I mean, they – they knew, yeah, we're going to have to, if, since we're doing this weekly, we need to throw out bangers because that's not going to hold the viewership next week if people don't care. Yeah. So I, I will say, so I watched WandaVision um, semi, so I binged the first four episodes, right? Mm -hmm. So I started watching when there was a good chunk of um, episodes out, but I felt like I missed a lot because... I didn't have time to process each episode. Exactly. And what I did is after the fourth episode, I was like, all right, I get a good understanding. But then when I started doing week by week, I felt like I captured more. Yeah. And I did that too. Um, I started, a, a, I think I, I binged the first five or six. Yeah. And I mean, I kind of, I decided like, I've got to watch this be, um, as it's coming because so many people talked about it. Like, yeah. It was such a huge thing on Twitter or like, yeah. On, and on like social media, I needed to, I needed to learn about it because whenever, or I need to be a part of it because like, I'm, can we say like, do you th I guess spoiler if you haven't seen yeah. it, but like, but it's been, it's been a couple, it's been a couple of weeks. So it, the spoiler band's kind of been lifted, Yeah, but like, um, in that sense, like I wasn't expecting to see, uh, Petro or her yeah, brother, yeah, her brother like, from the from the X Men universe, yeah. which was this huge mind blowing thing. And whenever that came up, I was like, okay, like whenever I, I think I saw um, I saw it on Twitter, people freaking out over it, and I'm like, okay, that I need I need to watch this and actually be a part of it because this is huge. I need to know yeah. I need to know the context. I need to actually watch it. And I I 100% agree with what you mean. And I, that's kind of the same with Invincible, like it's stuck with you and you were thinking yeah. about it all week what just happened and trying to just process it yeah and i think it you know watching people shows week by week one thing it's it's kind of like christmas again i mean if you think about it as an adult you really don't have much like big things to look forward right except mm. for like you know getting engaged and stuff like that that stuff those are very important to me. but like after that there's really not much and i think shows that really capture your interest and you were yearning for, you know, watching the next episode. I think those are very, you know, they're far and few, right? Exactly, exactly. And it was really cool. I mean, it was it, like, it didn't become a show just to watch. It was an experience. Mm -hmm. And that's what, what I think they they hit really well with. And that's what I liked about it a lot. Yeah. And um, I think uh, another thing, too, that, you know, week by week shows do is, I think they do a good job at, you know, building communities around them, like mm -hmm. we said before. 
I think the the biggest issue that I see with like, so one let's go back to like an anime right relife, so they put everything they put every episode out, you know day one of I think some winter anime season right, mm-hmm. then you know everyone was talking about it for like that one that one week, and then it was over with. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, I think uh, once you don't have these week by week episodes, you fall into that trap where you watch something, and then you to- totally forget about it. I I agree with that. Like uh, that's definitely a good one. Like um, different series that are like as soon as they pop it out, it's it's hype. Like everyone's super excited about Tiger super King. talk. Tiger, Tiger King, King is a great example of this. Well, they did a really good job of dropping that when they did. Like it was oh, the, it was a very good time. To it was drop the it. height of the pandemic. There was nothing to watch. People were looking for a new piece of content that everyone could talk about, and it was so shocking that they did a good job. Of, like, releasing it, what they did. What's incredible about Tiger King, though, is it's only, like, a year old now. That's crazy, yeah. And people are still waiting for second season and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, it's only been a year, but it feels like it's been, like... And I saw someone, uh, this happened in, like, November. They're like, man, Tiger King only came out, at like, six months ago. Yeah. And I'm like, man, Tiger King was such a long time ago, but it's been six months. Yeah, like, I think it's, you know, quite aimlessly. I think it's because we, we're stuck inside. Like when you you're stuck in these four walls, it's so hard to distinguish time passing because mm. you're not interacting with people and you're kind of doing the same stuff over. You get up, get on your computer for work, you know, do some things, get then get lunch, come back, and that's your day. And on the weekends, you can't go out. Well, you can technically, but yeah, you could. I mean, you could, but like it was still it was very limited. And I mean, it's still it's getting better, but it's still very limited yeah. with the what it is. And so it's it's nice to. To have being able to talk to everyone about different shows and just everyone's into it. Like, everyone's excited. And so I've liked that. And then I've also liked, because a lot of people are, have been home, mm-hmm. the huge draw to gaming again has been really big. Like, people are, a lot of people have gotten very, very good at games and being able to spend time with each other again. Like, yeah. Um, one of the big things that I saw that uh, happened, and I mean, this happened a little bit before pandemic, but still, like um, Halo was released on the Steam. And so a lot of people who left consoles and went to just PC gaming, they were like, oh, we're getting back on Halo. And they actually changed their Steam names to their original Xbox names, yeah. just trying to find their friends again. And people found them. Like, it was a really cool experience to see people that they played with 15 years ago back and yeah. spending time again. And I thought that was really cool. Like, yeah, I, it's it's crazy how the pandemic was kind of the, I hate to say it, but hard reset that mm. we did, like we do with our electronics. Like, just a simple reset for everyone. You know, turn the slate clean again. Give people that time to go, get back with their families and, you know, go back to, like, that ch- the child they were back in the day. That, oh, yeah. That, you know, the hustle and bustle of everyday life is kind of, in a way, taken away from them. You know, as you become an adult, it becomes more difficult to keep those relationships you had once before. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, it was a different year and, but at the same point, I mean, it was hard for a lot of people, but it was also a really nice time to like really spend time with people that you love yeah. or, and be able to reach out in different ways. Like I, I liked it. I liked it. It was like being able to like for the experiences of that, I was happy. I mean, it, yes, it was hard at times and, Things were definitely rough, but it was still a nice thing being able to 
be with my family and be able to talk with them, be able to really embrace different things again. Mm -hmm. Like we were able to watch movies that we never expected. Um, We went through a ton of different animes. Neither of us either haven't seen or uh, haven't seen in a long time. Like we went through Inuyasha. Would, yeah, it's and, been a while. Yeah. And like we went through that. We went through Yu Yu Hakusho. We went through a ton of different things just because we had time and we we're like, hey, let's let's make the most out of it and check out some stuff we never expected to. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, definitely One Piece was probably the best try to do during the pandemic. I mean, so many episodes. Oh, so. uh, yeah. I, I, I wish I started it sooner. Um, so I could have gotten through it a lot well, better. But I mean, still. Whenever I'm able to throw some free time into it, it's it's enjoyable, like being able to go through it. I mean, yes, it feel where I'm at still feels like a early 2000s anime. <laughs> like the animation is still yeah. like it's 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 Cringy. early 2000s. Cringy at times, yeah. at times, yeah. But at the same point, like it's the story's there. It holds up. Like the yeah. characters are still good, and I and I was I was happy for that. Yeah, that's that's crazy because. You know, if you go back to a lot of old, like, late 90s, early 2000s shows, some of them don't hold up. Mm. Um, like, and you know, I think it's held up for the test of time. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, Chobits is one of those shows that I, I still like. It, I think it's dropped in the late 90s. Mm. It's The animation is in – it was great for the time, but now it's kind of, you know, hit and miss. Mm-hmm. But I think the story is, it, for me at least, is good. I really like Chobits. Um, you know, I, I bought the manga recently, okay. the hardbacks. Um, we were at Check in Charles, and I, I really like it. Um, I think one that I'm trying to think here, some that have been, te- you know, stayed with the test of time. Uh, what I I think um, definitely Yu Yu Hakusho was uh, like a stood the test of time. Like, yes, the ending was rushed, but I mean, the creator actually rushed it to uh, to start Hunter Hunter, which I mean, oh, so. Okay like understandable uh, understandable like he was like yeah i have to finish this to really get into hunter hunter and i think that it was worth doing because hunter hunter is amazing but like it still held up like the characters were awesome you loved all of them i mean you still had the edgelords but (laughs) like they were still good and like the fights they they didn't hold their punches you actually (laughs) felt it and i mean we and then yusuke is one of like i i like not liking the main characters a yeah. lot like some main characters are just boring um especially in different animes like they're made to for you to impose yourself into them so a lot of times their normal seas are boring because of that yeah. reason so i like to find the other characters but yusuke like he's one of those protagonists that it you can't impose yourself onto him because this is yusuke <laughs> he he has his decisions and you he has his he has his nindo his ninja way he, he, exactly he's like a, he's like a, i like i put him on the same tier as like light yagami like okay. you're not you can't be light yagami you can't impose yourself onto him and see yourself in him because he is him and that's what i like about it he was a legit character he is his motives were clear his motives are what he wanted and yeah. I liked it. I liked, and also, I mean, he's one of the most like, I guess, one of the biggest chads in anime. <laughs> like, literally, he's like, I don't care who it is, I'll, I'll fight him if he's a man, woman, or even my grandma if he's in my way. And I'm like, okay, that that shows, again, shows his it's it's his motives. It's yeah. I liked it. Yeah, it's crazy. He's like, it's my way or the highway. Get out of the way. Honestly, it's like it's my way or the highway, or I'm killing you. And I'm like. <laughs> 
dang. I, I, I like it. It was it was a really cool. Uh, um, it was it definitely held up. I really liked the characters. Yeah. So um, I think one anime that probably didn't test or go with the test of time is I'm trying to think here. Um, one that does or doesn't doesn't doesn't. Uh, one of my guilty pleasures, and I know it's not a good anime at all, is uh, is probably Chaos Head. Okay. Like the story is very subpar at times. Like the animation is pretty subpar. But I think it's just one of those garbage animes I just like. Like it's. I gotcha. Uh, like online, people like roast it and say it's pretty bad, but um, it's I like it for what it is. I know it's a you know very subpar anime, and I just like it. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Um, speaking of things holding the test of time, so I have seen this a couple of times with how uh, um, mm-hmm. different du- like not dubbers, but um, different companies that are actually putting the English translations and making the subs. They're uh, Americanizing the uh, the track, like in uh, the Nagatoro anime that just came out, yeah. She um, in the manga she says you're acting really suspicious, but in the anime she says you're acting really sus. <laughs> and so, I, and a lot of people have gotten mad about that. And I'm curious what you think about like, do you think it's going to be able to hold the test of time? Because I mean, sus is huge right now. Everyone's saying it because of Among Us, and it's a yeah. huge meme. But at the same time, it's like. Five years from now, when people stop, if if people stop saying it, do you think it's going to be like dating, like almost like how some movies date themselves really bad because they pulled out a flip phone? No, I think it's a, you know, you know, what's interesting is, you know, even small children use the word sus, right? Mm. So it's going to be nostalgic where every generation you go to nowadays. Okay. Um, I mean, we saw it with, you know, let's see, Call of Duty, right? Okay. You know, most, uh, most of the diehard fans when they were teenagers you know, that are now our adults have kind of went away from that. And, you know, the same words that we use, like you're being toxic, you know, those, those Xbox lobbies were no joke and there's still no joke from what I hear. Um, you know, it's just, it keeps on going with every generation. It's just part of the culture. Okay. Yeah. Um, cause I mean, my sister's right. They're in, they're in elementary school. They're playing among us and they're starting to get into this anime world. Um, so they're, they're starting to see, you know, the, I guess, what's the word I'm looking at? The staple things like the the Baka, the Sundarays and stuff like that. Okay. Stuff that I've gone before. It's just you know it's right of passage. They're okay. Gonna, they're gonna get it. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Okay. I understand. I mean, I get I get the issues with people saying it like they're changing the translation, but I I, I like the perspective you're saying of it that it's it's still gonna be help try and add nostalgia to um, that that time frame. Yeah, and it's not like they're they're destroying or manipulating the original product. It's just changing the the translation. Okay. And I think uh, with anime trying to you know, it has a big hold in the Western world now, but they're trying to get a bigger grasp. I think them trying to like make it more mainstream with what's going on now in in the end just helps it. Uh, and that's what we want to see is you know people that enjoy these type of type of media is it kind of thriving. Um, before I mean. Before twenty, I think twenty ten, like it was still kind of looked up, down upon to be into these type of things, and now, you know, everyone, anywhere knows what anime is, and they they, at least seen one piece of the media, and enjoyed it. Um, yeah, it's definitely become. I mean, it's definitely not that that, like, that weird kid in the high school like 
I mean, yes, there's still people who make fun of you for liking anime, but at the same point, it has gotten to a point where it's like gaming. Exactly. It's, it's like gaming. It's a hundred percent like gaming. It's it's before, you know, gaming was for nerds and then, you know, even the cool jocks play games now. Exactly. Same with the anime is gonna be here in the next maybe five years or it's now. I don't really know what's going on in high schools. It's it's definitely one of those things that like I mean, and at the same point, let's let's throw go back twenty years at like yeah. early two thousand. I mean, like I, if I liked superheroes, I was the nerd that no one cared about. Yeah. Like it was like, yeah, oh, I love Spider Man. He's the coolest thing ever. And I mean, or I guess Spider Man's a bad choice since the. No, Toby no, no, no. I, I, I guess the Tobey Maguire movies came out then. But like, I'm a big fan of Iron Man, and everyone's like, oh, come on, that's that's a weird background character. No one, it, it's only you only supposed to like Batman and Spider Man. That's the only cool superheroes. But then. 2008 rolls around robbie Downer jr said it goes i'm iron man and it changed the landscape and then same with like fantasy like only nerds were in the fantasy at the time and then lord of the rings came out and then uh uh game of thrones it became huge popular and being able to say like hey things i liked back then are cool now and i'm able yeah. to meet new people and i mean I know there's still those triards who are like, oh, you only liked it now because it's popular. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, there's those guys. But I think being able to grow, like, I mean, it was it was cool to see the popular kids who are in the same things and were able to branch, like, hey, you were cool yeah. in high school. I wasn't. Now we have some we both like and we're, we're friends. And yeah. that's a really cool that things have grown in a way that different – pop like different things that you like are able to be demonstrated and be able to meet new people. And I've liked that. I've liked being able to find new relationships with people that way. Yeah. I think a, a big proponent of that was the internet, honestly. Um, but meme culture, I think meme culture does a really good job of like, like, like making things popular. Like this, the whole Omni man thing, like the whole thing. Exactly. Think about it. Like that's the only reason I want to see that anime like, or, or show. I mean, yeah. But at the same point, like, there's a ton of like memes about anime characters that are like mainstream. I mean, like if you go through an Instagram or TikTok, I mean, you're seeing anime memes all the time yeah. and you can see the, the people making them are, I mean, some of them are probably just doing it to get clout, but like some of these guys are legitimate. Like, yeah, I like it. And I'm also really into cars or I'm really into sports yeah. and it shows that, People are people are dynamic, and you never. Sometimes you never expect to be yeah. these guys, and it's really cool to see. Yeah, I think the the Pope of, of weebness is probably Elon Musk at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah multi billionaire that likes anime and you know is very environmental I mean, friendly. Type for, thing. And for a while, literally had an anime profile picture. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that's a that's a good way to you know show that the business world is kind of meeting you know. You can be a business and still like the things you do. Exactly. And, like, it also, I mean, with Elon Musk, I mean, everyone liking him, but he's also the meme lord. I mean, it helped, like, show everybody that, hey, you're you're valid, too. Like, he's successful. He's cool. He's popular. But he also likes anime. He also likes video games. He also likes flamethrowers, which was wild for a while when those <laughs> things were going around. Yeah. And I think it also has to do with people wanting to not be so boring i guess that's the right word like you can like the same things as everyone else but like you gotta have your own like difference exactly like like sure in the business world there's synonymous things right just i'm just going back to that because that's where kind of 
we're talking about with Elon Musk. Well, like people in business, the, there's three things that you there's they're they dress in fancy suits, they drink, and they go to very lavish parties. That's what business people were known for. Mm-hmm. But now, um, it really adds you know different. It adds color, I guess, in otherwise kind of bland world. I, I, yeah, that's completely fair. It's like, yeah, you you got the image of being this guy, but like. You also like. I think one of those big things was when it came out that Samuel Jackson was a huge fan of anime. Yeah. Like, like I mean, Samuel Jackson is one of those like guys that you're like, man, he's the coolest guy in the room. Yeah. And you know it. And then he's like, I mean, one he was in an anime. He was in uh, what Black Samurai or Afro Samurai? I can't remember. But he was in, actually in a legitimate anime, and it was really cool that he was a part of it. And then he also shows like, yeah, I watch it. I enjoy it. And I think that's really cool. It shows that it doesn't matter if you're uh, like who you are, you mm-hmm. can still like things that aren't classified as the cool thing. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, one, one good thing, if we look at YouTube, right. Remember when Terry Crews built his, his computer for his exactly. son, like Jay's two cents and stuff. That was kind of unexpected, right? You thought Terry Crews, Oh, he's in movies like white chicks and stuff like that. And you're like, Oh, he's just an actor. He likes that. He's, he builds. I mean, buddy builds. And then he was like, oh, I'm a PC gamer too. Yeah, and same with um with uh, Henry Cavill. Yeah. Um, Which is one of the coolest things. I mean, like, uh, literally, I mean, yes, he's Superman, so he's part of the nerd culture. But, again, Superman movies, they're they're popular because Superman's just cl- he's, outclassed. He's Jack. But, and- yeah, I mean, so it's cool. Yeah. But at the same point, he almost wasn't Superman because he – but he almost missed the audition because he was raiding and wow. Yeah. Like, and then, um, like he said that he wanted to be in the Witcher show because he was a, he was invested in the games because he, he's the nerd. And then whenever all the pandemic hit, he went and, uh, uh, started learning how to paint figurines and like all this craziness of like, literally he's being him. He, but he's also, jacked and does and uh hugely famous but he's also like he likes the things everyone else likes yeah um and one of the biggest memes about him that was really funny was uh he mysteriously got injured uh the week cyberpunk came out (laughs) (laughs) the notoriously popular pc gamer got got injured the week cyberpunk (sighs) Uh, ah, my my leg (laughs) my shoulder you know my shoulder hasn't been the same since that that one time (laughs) No, and um, I mean we've all done that. I mean, remember when COD was big when we were in high school? Like we do still that time. I don't blame them. Um, uh, yeah, I mean it's it's. I mean people get it. It's sometimes, sometimes it's it's worth faking sick because something came out. Yeah, I think everyone has done it at least once. So like especially especially when that that game dropped on at Monday night and you went to the midnight <laughs> release and you're like, ooh, I I just I just got Assassin's Creed. Uh, like, it, uh, and you're like, but I have to go to school tomorrow. <coughs> I'm sick. <coughs> I need, I need this. I need a day off. I need a, I need a day of grievance. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. And I think that, I mean, it, and I think it's cool that it's still like mm-hmm. people are able to enjoy what they're like and be able to, it's funny to see all these shared, uh, experiences people have without ever saying the same, that they did it. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting, you know, and there's other parts in life we can say that as well. Like, I can't remember. Like, I can't think of anything on top of my head. But yeah, there's a lot of instances where I'm like, "Wait, you did that too?" 
Yeah. Like, you um, watch shows, like, as a kid, like, PBS and stuff like that? You yeah, know? like, um, oh, one of the big things that uh, I've been seeing a lot online was people sit, like, they're in their car looking out the window and imagining the guy running, like, trying to keep up with you, jumping over everything. Oh, yeah. Um, and, like, it's shared, it, like, it's crazy. Like, that's something that no one ever talked about. Yeah, that's or, not... like, when you were driving with your parents, you had to make sure the car, like, hit a shadow or else you guys were dead. Like, when you were... You were... Right, yeah. Or, like, uh, um, jumping, like, the colored uh, tiles at on the floor, you had to hit those. Like, you had to jump between them. Like, that was something that you didn't, like, no one ever talked about. No one ever said, yeah, I'd do that. It was just, we just thought it and thought, yeah. uh, and I mean, it's, it's cool. It's like people have these experiences and that are shared that no one experienced, like you never thought anyone else would know about. Yeah. And it's really cool. Yeah. Everyone remembers when you went to Walmart and went to the gaming section and broke your neck looking <laughs> up at the thing. Exactly. Which I'm, I'm sad. That's not a thing anymore, but COVID. Why'd you do this? I mean, it was it was it was gone before that too. Like they they just stopped having the they, the demos. They still a lot. had that for like Nintendo Switch and like and stuff like that. Yeah, I guess it's just the experience of it. Not yeah. it's not there anymore. And I but it it was still cool. Like and again, ev like literally, you said it before you even said it. I went to, to the same thing, going straight <laughs> up. Like you you knew like you came home with your neck hurting. Because you were staring at it, but because it was at the worst angle possible, like it was literally, a sh like, uh, but it it was cool. It yeah. was it was definitely fun just being able to play these demos back then too. Um, one thing. Uh, so, is there any uh, any new tech you're wanting to go that you're looking forward to? Any uh, new computer parts or just computers in general? Yo, man, we're living in the world where we can't get anything. Right I mean, now. that's fair. Um, I think the biggest thing I want to see. Is uh well not something I want to get is a projector. Okay. I think I want to get a projector so I can get like watch movies and stuff in a big like format. Um, of course, there's a new iPad that's come out. I I really want to get that thing because it's got that new Thunderbolt where you can like project to a screen and all oh, that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, so I've kind of already pre-made purchases for it. Uh, I got a case for it and I got the Apple Pencil. Okay. Because I want to. So one thing that I'm kind of getting heavily into, which is the reason why we started this podcast, is uh, I'm trying to get into more, more, you know, content creation type thing. Mm. So uh, I thought a podcast would be nice because I do want a, a way to like kind of share my thoughts on things, um, for listeners and stuff like that. Maybe they have the same opinion, or you know, help them like, oh, I didn't realize that, or I didn't think about that. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, with the iPad, I kind of want to start like learning how to draw. That's kind of one of the things I always wanted to, other than like stick figures. I want to learn. How to create more things than just you know, yeah, just be, circle down yeah. legs and little little arms. And I mean, and that's uh, definitely, and it's one of those things that's like what I've loved about because I've been doing different content creating mm -hmm. for a few years now. I mean, I was streaming uh, heavily for the past couple of years, and I've gotten and I decided I wanted to work more on like making YouTube. The stream name will be right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Follow me on here. But um, <laughs> but for but seriously though, it's like um. One th like I've been wanting to stream and wanting to get into YouTube videos. Like yeah. I'm wanting to make something that's lasting, and something. I mean, yeah, they they may not be perfect, but I'm glad. And one of the things that I've really seen and been learning in one of the big things was a lot of people say, "Oh, I'm not creative enough, creative enough to do it." Well, one thing that I've been finding is a lot of these 
like creativity is is not a talent, it's a muscle. And so you just got to you just got to do it. Like you got to once you work on it, it gets stronger and stronger and better and better. I mean, cuz like your first video or your first podcast or your first yeah. drawing, it's not going to be perfect. And you you got to and you just got to know it's not. No, no, no. It, no. Everyone you, like like you were saying, yeah, everyone has to have a baseline. I think it's the biggest thing. Don't be afraid of failure, man. Uh, I think that if you succeed the first time, you really don't learn much. If you kind of fail, they teach you a lot of things. It tells you tells you one. Um, if there's like a big overarching, it's like it'll tell you why it happened. <clears throat> what do people suggest? Usually, if there's a comment section. And third is how do you improve, or how what did you how do you improve from here on? Um, like this podcast, I think that I, I honestly don't think the first one's going to be. Maybe we'll we'll do a good job when it comes to like the audio, or I'm sorry, what we speak about. But when it comes to audio, we're learning still. Exactly. And yeah, and the editing and stuff like that, we'll we'll learn and we'll make adjustments as needed. Yeah, and I think that's what's what's important. It's just being able to say, "This is this is me. This is what I want to do. I want to get better," and let's let's and just work on it. And I think that's really cool. I mean. Like that's one thing that a lot of people in the past year have been able to try and do. They're wanting to say, okay, I'm going to start a podcast. Yeah. I'm going to start, I'm going to start making, I'm going to start streaming. I mean, some of the biggest streamers right now started in 2020. Yeah. Like, uh, I want to say, I want to say Ludwig was, is, was started in 2020 or at least like really. Yeah. And I mean, he's just beat the world record for the most Twitch subs. Yeah. And I mean, like, it's it was cool like it it drew people to say like hey i'm gonna i have free time or i have this i'm gonna i want to i want to do something like this and i think that's really awesome yeah um i think that yeah i, I don't be afraid i think it's the biggest thing is don't be afraid and don't procrastinate um if you want to do something just even if it isn't your best work just do make it, it just do it <laughs> um, i think there's, it's kind of like in, in like when you're working out right even if you don't go the whole way, right? You, but you go through the motions, it'll get you started with that path of starting to like you know, start building a rhythm, start getting a, a schedule together. Oh um, yeah, that's the biggest thing here. And I think that now that we've done this kind of this initial podcast, it's really gonna start. You know, hey, we started something. We gotta we gotta start. We gotta keep on going. We gotta keep some momentum going. Oh yeah, and, and I and I like it. It's it's definitely a something that we really get to do and yeah. we can now we just throw it out there and say like hey welcome to our life and <laughs> i like it i like i like yeah. it. it it feels because i've always enjoyed our conversations like just me like whenever we're hanging out yeah. just talking about life and it's 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 what it's a bonding experience and i always enjoy it and i think that's what's really good just being able to open up and be us and yeah. I, th I think that's what would be awesome and i think being able to do that and get um people's feedback and be able to learn their opinions and talk like just hear it out like like i said we'd love to hear everything that you say as well because we really get to talk it's yeah, like, yeah. that's or, what's important yeah or questions you know um i think we have hunter and i have pretty good insight on a lot of things right we've been in this type of you know profession as it or just like in our hobbies I think we're we're at a good point where we can provide some good information if you ask questions. Mm -hmm. um, I know we we talk a lot of we talk a lot of crap when we're on Discord with our other two people that we may have uh, here on the podcast. 
So we, we have some good conversations there, and I thought that, you know, the world might need to partake in them. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. But, yeah, I think I think that's a, a good place. Um, I think it's a good, a good point that really just to say – this is our. This is what we who we are and yeah. what we like and what we want to talk about and thank you guys for uh, listening. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for uh, watching the I'd Rather Die Than Isekai podcast. And just to reiterate, our social media stuff will be right here and right there. Hunter will put it on the screen somewhere. Uh, but yeah, if you guys have any questions for us, you know, definitely put it in the comment section because um, we will put in these on YouTube. And um, we don't officially have an email yet, but we'll create one. See. And we'll put put that at the bottom of the description eventually. Oh, yeah. Um, when that comes live. And if you're seeing it on YouTube, uh, we're also going to put this on all the major streaming platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. Yeah, audio stuff. And yep. then, obviously, if you're listening to there, we're going to put it on YouTube. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can uh, put a face to the voice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, but thanks so much, guys. Have a good one. Peace. Peace.